Oh, after Greedo kisses his toilet girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, that was a... I just had, had to point that out. I was trying to figure out how, like, how, how you kiss with that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to think too hard about that, but it 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 uh, <laughs> caught my attention. Hello there, and welcome back to Star Wars Total Rewatch, um, where we are totally rewatching Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 3, Episode 4, Sphere of Influence. Ooh. A lot of geometric shapes of influence going on around here. Yeah, or at least one. At least one that we know Triangular of. Triangular prism of influence. <laughs> the hexagon of influence. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. My name is Aaron. And my name's Cody. And that's it. Just us today. Everybody else got stuck behind the Trade Federation blockade, so... Oh, the... <laughs> I'm going to go with that. That's the reason. <laughs> yep. We got out uh, in, just in time, just in the nick of time. Yep. So this uh, this episode has the Pantoran planet being blockaded by the Trade Federation while the Senate endlessly debates. However, the King of Pantora, his uh, two daughters are kidnapped. By bounty hunters. And so they, uh, they being Ahsoka and the, the Pantoran senator, rescue the one sister from the Trade Federation ship, while the king of Pandora and his uh, son rescue the other one from Tatooine. So this episode is uh, another one co-written by Katie Lucas. Oh. She did the other Pantoran one, didn't she? Um, that's what I thought at first, but I I know I think she did one of the uh, the one with the lemur people. Oh, that's right. But she wrote a number of episodes for this season. Oh, that's cool. Most notably, the couple with the Night Sisters. Oh, really? Yeah. Does she like professionally write shows? Or uh, I want to say she's done a few things, but not like her IMDb wasn't real big so i don't know what else she does i assume she does other stuff curious if she too yeah. followed in her father's footsteps in the movie business or other than clone wars um not a whole lot <laughs> no <laughs> the king or whatever his title is of pandora baron papanoida papanoida Ooh. papanoida no but that's george lucas's cameo character <laughs> from episode three <laughs> Uh, we talked about him in uh, the the blue people standing outside of the opera house, George Lucas and his daughter. Yeah. And in typical Star Wars fashion, those characters get names and <laughs> now have an, an episode of their life <laughs> on the show here. Uh, every single random background character can be developed into something. But it's hilarious because he looks like George Lucas in this episode. I don't think he was voiced by him, was he? He was not. No, it was Corey Burton. I looked it up. Oh. But I wish it would have been. I thought that was that would have been a great opportunity to get him in the show. Yeah. But I kept pretending that it was him. Like, <laughs> he has to have a shootout in the cantina later. Yeah, he was pretty well-versed in the art of combat. I, I really just would have liked to see George Lucas uh, doing that. Well, he could have done the mocap, right? He could. He could have. Yeah. They've done that. Didn't they do that with um, a little bit of season seven? 
Yeah, since Daniel's not here, we can. T- well, I suppose we'll probably edit this podcast. I don't want to <laughs> say, but yes, in season seven, there might be a crazy epic lightsaber fight. Yeah. You don't want to go into all the details. <laughs> and again, written by Katie Lucas, right? One of these characters, I don't know which, is the one that she cameoed as. Yeah, they probably have an actual name, huh? Yeah, I found it somewhere. Chi Ikwe, whichever one was that was her, was Katie Lucas in Revenge of the Sith. It's kind of fun, I think, just... It's not them playing the characters here, but yeah. since they did in in the movie for a few seconds, it, in a way, it's like she's kind of continuing the story of their characters. So it's, that's kind of fun. It is, it's kind of fun just to see these random characters. That's why I think it focuses so much on these characters mm. who really we aren't going to see again, at least not in any substantial way. And we get, yeah, all sorts of, man, we got, we got Greedo showing up in here, Padme, Anakin, Ahsoka was in part of it. Yeah, well, they bring in a whole lot of cameos from random characters, but uh, nothing that seems like is really gonna carry forward. But yeah, Greedo and um, Senator Chuchi from Pantora, who we saw a long time ago. And Jabba and Jabba's son, of course. Yes, the the little hut baby from the movie has, a, <laughs> has an appearance. I completely forgot that we ever saw him again, ever. I know. But here he is. And there he was, and his his dad's telling him not to play with his food. Because it's still a baby. I don't know, how long do huts live? A long time, <sighs> Hundreds and hundreds of years. Ever, probably. Yes. Like Yoda's. Like baby Yoda's. Yes. Yep. Um, Detective Tan Devo. Oh, that's right. <laughs> briefly walking uh, down the hall. Apparently not doing a very good investigation because uh, it was up to the Pentorans to find the evidence. Yeah. The more I see of like the local sector police and the debates on the Senate, it's a wonder that the separatists didn't form sooner. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like the Republic is still holding together somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I did like the part where uh, Anakin and Ahsoka are like, well, we can't officially investigate because i forget why they couldn't officially investigate i guess it wasn't it was a matter for the local police i don't know since when does that stop the jedi from doing anything i guess it's only if it's uh tied to a separatist thing or something well okay i wasn't clear on that but for some reason um they didn't think the council would authorize them to get involved so anakin just kind of says to ahsoka like well why don't you just go and do it kind of anyway on your own (laughs) and Padme says, wait, you guys would disobey the council's orders? And, and, and Anakin and Ahsoka are both just like, oh, yeah, sure. No, I don't know. Yeah, we do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. With the Separatists involved, I guess it gives you cause to investigate. Go help Senator Chuchi, but don't get in the way of the local authorities. Aren't you going to help? I said the situation gives you cause to investigate, not us. I need to go back to the Jedi Temple and make sure the council doesn't find out about your little expedition. Should you really proceed without the Council's approval? We do it all the time, don't we, Snips? Yep. Well, be careful, Ahsoka. I still can't believe they let you teach. Uh, she's just like, how in the world did you get approved to teach? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they do do it all the time, but, like, <laughs> they just come right out and say it. Yeah, sure. Ooh. We kind of do whatever These we want. Jedi, I tell you. So reckless. This uh, king guy, I'm surprised he's just, like, taking charge of the situation. Just feel like he would have, like, a whole army of people to come back him up. But nope, he's just like, I'm going to go confront Greedo 
myself. Right, just on his, like, the king of the planet. Yeah. Just, and he doesn't, you know what, did, did you watch the next episode yet? Oh, not right now, but. I know you've seen him, but see like. which episode it is to remember how it, yeah. That deals with um, Duchess Satine of Mandalore. In, in both episodes, I, I, I feel like these supposed leaders of their entire planet, like, are kind of just going around, doing their own thing, doing their own investigations, like, with maybe one other person, like, mm -hmm. one guard sometimes with them. Mm -hmm. Like, do you, don't you have an army? Do you have a security <laughs> team? <laughs> right? I don't know. Like, Secret Service? <laughs> People who can do this job for you, so you can, I don't know. Uh. Yeah, so I felt that way with with the, with this one and the <laughs> next one as well. Yeah, I suppose we see a whole cameo scene when he's in Jabba's palace. We see a bunch of bounty hunters, like the one with the the saucer hat. Oh, I yeah, I forgot about that uh, bounty hunter. Right there, there. I noticed there are a lot of characters in the background. I didn't pause to see them all, but I, I saw some of those um, Weequay pirates back mm -hmm. there too. Oh, there's Bosk actually. Oh, is that Forlorn? You know, is Bosk there? Yeah, he was He was just in okay. the very far corner in the beginning. Okay. Or just after it pans away from Jabba and the Sun. Just chilling. All right. Yeah, I see him. Okay. Yeah, and Greedo, apparently, who is uh, already a bounty hunter at this stage in life. <laughs> and I guess I don't know how long he lives either. Not very long. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh... <laughs> Sorry. Kinda... Um, what I meant was his species. I don't know how long Rodians oh, live. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, Greedo's uh, probably got a full life ahead of him, hundreds of years, you know. Oh, yeah. Entire... What could go wrong? <laughs> uh, it sometimes bugs me a little bit that the same bounty hunters just are always showing up doing stuff. <laughs> it's a wide galaxy. They, you know. Yeah. Greedo and Bosk and those guys wouldn't, wouldn't be involved in everything. Well, there's like that bounty hunter episode on Felucia. Like, that one kind of introduced a whole bunch of random no-name bounty hunters to us that is true there there are some others around there too so what the king then takes greedo at knife point and one of greedo's guys takes the king's son at gunpoint yeah well they they said to jabba we know greedo did it so either he's working for you or he's working for somebody else and jabba's like well i don't really want to uh be part of whatever this is so go ahead and take greedo what do i care but he doesn't say that in so many words, because he's speaking Hutties. I like the, I like the uh, the hut speak in, in the captions. I have the the English captions on. Oh, they spelled out the Hutties language, right? Yep. So we still don't know what he's saying, but we know how to pronounce it. Do you think they would say in the script what he would say, or does it just say speak random alien language? Oh, I bet they spell it all out in the script. It's not just somebody making it up on the spot i don't think yeah i feel like i watched a documentary about about just uh sounds i think there was like a sound documentary like was it ben burt something uh where they just talked and they they had a whole bunch about um audio and or like the coming up with languages and stuff yeah cool and i mean i don't know whether it means anything real but it's not like a it uh, sounds like it does what's, what's the um elvish language called in one of the rings Quenya? Quenya, yes. It's not like Quenya. Or Cinderin, depending on <laughs> if you really want to get into Oh my. Uh, but yeah, like, right, that is a real developed language that you can say things in. Yeah, I don't know how far they've gone with any of the Star Wars languages. That would be 
interesting to find out, though. Yeah. And so they they get like escorted outside or something, but or they get like escorted to Java. They're being held in Mos Eisley. What do you know? The only town on Tatooine. Is that really where they went again? Yeah. Cause okay. And is this the same cantina again? I guess so. I thought it looked similar, but I was like, no, it's got to be a different cantina. There's more than one on all of Tatooine. Looks like the exact same. <laughs> it looks like the exact same. <laughs> same play. It oh, probably is. Uh, it totally great. is. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. But yeah, that's the part where George Lucas gets to have a cool barroom laser fight. These these like goat characters and bounty hunters. Yeah, the the goat character who uh talks like a goat to <laughs> you know, he's like bang and <laughs> Yeah, who are you? What are you doing here? <laughs> oh goodness. Pretty silly. That's too funny. But that's a, that's a, a species we've seen before, I guess. Just haven't heard them speak until now. Yeah. And then everything goes crazy, and the king just like whips out dual blaster pistols, and he's just like, pew, 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 pew. so cool. I know, Oops. and I know I already said this, but again, it just it feels like it is George Lucas playing him, and he's like, "Hey guys, can you like write a scene where I get to do something really cool?" <laughs> How about, like he dives behind a table and everything. I know, pretty good. Um, yeah, so they're finding the kid on on Tatooine. Meanwhile, uh, Ahsoka and Chuchi are uh, on a Trade Federation ship showing up as uh, supposedly as diplomats, but really just sneaking around to save the other kid. Oh, yeah, all sorts of force-sneaking shenanigans going on. Is it Newt Gunray or something? Or not Newt Gunray. One of the other Trade Federation guys snooping around the conference room where he thought he heard them, and they're, like, quickly moving behind a wall when he looks under the table and then use the force to lift her up. And <laughs> yeah... I'm not clear how they could have gotten there without being seen. They kind of ran from under the table, like, over to the side of the room behind yeah. a pillar. They're, like, the only people in the room. No one's talking. They would literally hear them just shuffling in their footsteps. They'd have to be yeah. not even touching the ground. Because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if I believe that they wouldn't have been seen, but it's okay. We'll let it slide this time. We'll let it slide. Ahsoka does some... Well, she force lifts Chuchi up above the guy's head so they won't see her. <laughs> yeah. So that was something. But is that the... um like the, the first thing you see in The Phantom Menace, isn't it Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon in, in one of those um conference-type room? Yeah. Yeah, that's like the table that they're sitting at while they wait to get poison gas. <laughs> whatever. Oh, Yeah. Does the poison gas, like, is that standard built into every conference room that they have? <laughs> it probably is. Uh, knowing the Trade Federation characters don't trust anybody. <laughs> can imagine getting the building plans for that. It's like, a uh, poison gas dispersal system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that, put that over there. No problem. <laughs> anyway, I mean, it's not the same ship, but it's like, it feels like the same set. Because it's, it's, you know, these ships are all designed the same way. What's it, Luker Hulk class? Ship, I want to say. Ooh, I will take your word for that. Luker Hulk class battleship. That's what it is. Luker is um like an old timey word for like money or wealth. Oh, that makes sense then, because they're all about money. That's another one of those clever naming things. Uh, I don't really have much else to say about the episode. Do you? 
they save the kids, they kind of get back to normal. There were some interesting tidbits. There wasn't really a whole lot advancing of like the, the, the overall plot of the Clone Wars, so to speak, or involving any of the main characters, really. But I do enjoy the little bits of politics and stuff. Yeah, well, and that's why I don't like. I don't mind it. It doesn't. It doesn't play a major part in stuff going forward. But still, it's it's. Uh, it's fun to see the Pantorans again. You see Chuchi and all the other random cameos, too. It just reminds you these characters are still out there existing, yeah. doing things. I think it really gives you the feeling that all of this stuff continues to happen and all of these characters continue to be living their lives. And maybe we'll see what they're up to sometimes. Maybe we won't. But the show just kind of, uh, you know, checks in on everybody once in a while. Oh, yeah, it did a whole lot in expanding yeah. Star Wars. I mean, I guess the books did, too, but more of a, oh, you know, there's something different about uh, a show. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, uh, so I enjoy that. Even the uh, the less memorable episodes are still expanding on things that we've seen before, so that's fun. Well, I almost completely forgot about this episode, too, to be fair. Oh, every season has a few. I feel like season three and four, especially, I remember there being a lot of really good episodes and then a lot that are just sort of filler. Yeah. I guess when you're having 22 episodes a season. Well, and they used to do that for everything, live action too. Like 22, 24 episodes, that was normal. I don't know how they did it. Like, maybe just don't have so many episodes. Mm -hmm. That's what they do now. Shows are more like 10 or 12. Yeah, I know. Which is why... Every episode of every show is great now, right? <laughs> yep. No, there's no such... Solved all the problems. See, it doesn't solve it. There's still filler episodes and there's still... Whatever. Oh, by the way, the quote at the beginning, a child stolen is a hope lost. Because <gasps> mm-hmm. his kids get kidnapped. Yeah. But then they get him back, so... Hope was found again. Hope was <laughs> found again, yeah. Uh, anyway. Overall, it was a meh episode. You can take it or leave it. But we took it, because that's what we do on this show. That's right. Every single episode of every single Star Wars show and movie, we've sat through it all, including all of the 80s Ewoks cartoons. Oh, boy. <laughs> and now that they're actually on Disney+, Plus, you can go watch them and go back to our old episodes and... Listen to that. Yeah, jo- you know, join us for the for the ride. Yeah, right into our e- email? That's how we have an email? We do, yes. Our email is totalrewatch at gmail.com. So drop us a line. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining me, Cody. Yep. We'll see you guys uh, next week where we'll be watching episode five of season three, Corruption. Yeah, mm-hmm. Back on Mandalore. See you on Mandalore. See you on Mandalore. Bye. It's a wrap.